Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. The rooster for your morning. All the news you need to know. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Welcome to the 77 WABC Early News. I'm Deborah Valentine with your news, sports, business, traffic, and weather, and here's everything you need to know. The top five at five. Justice has been delivered. And this terrorist leader is no more. The leader of Al-Qaeda, Amen al-Zwahari, one of the FBI's most wanted terrorists, killed in a U.S. drone strike in Kabul, Afghanistan. New York City pleading with border states to stop sending migrants to the Big Apple as the city issues an emergency proclamation to deal with the influx. Tensions heighten between China and the U.S. as Nancy Pelosi is expected to arrive in Taiwan tonight. The polio virus was found in wastewater up in Rockland County a month before health officials made the finding public. The U.S. allowed 20 million doses of the monkeypox vaccine to expire, with the FDA dragging its feet on a freeze-dried version of the vaccine for over a decade. U.S. forces have killed Osama bin Laden's number two man responsible for the 9-11 terror attacks. President Biden addressed the nation last night. Here's 77 WABC's Bob Brown. A CIA drone strike has killed al-Qaeda leader Aman al-Zawahari in Afghanistan, this coming one year after the U.S. withdrew its forces from the region. On Saturday, at my direction, the United States successfully concluded an airstrike in Kabul, Afghanistan, that killed the emir of al-Qaeda, Aman al-Zawahari. You know, Zawahari was uh, bin Laden's leader. He was with him all the, the whole time. He was his number two man, his deputy at the time the terrorist attack 9-11. Biden says Zawahari was also responsible for other enemy attacks against American forces, including the attack on the USS Cole in 2000, which killed 17 sailors. I'm Bob Brown for the 77 WABC Early News. New York City's Mayor Eric Adams pleading with border states to stop sending migrants to New York City. The city's shelter systems are already at the brink. New York City is one of the few places in America with right-to-housing laws, and they require the city to find shelter and services for those needing it. The city Monday issued an emergency procurement declaration, allowing the city to rapidly contract with service providers and shelters. Adams and city leaders say Texas and other border states know about the law and are taking advantage of the city's right-to-housing laws. But We need some of those states that have been giving people one-way tickets, We need them to understand that uh, this must be a partnership. About 4,000 asylum seekers have entered New York City's shelter system since late May, resulting in a roughly 10 percent increase in those needing services. The city's shelter system currently receives more than 100 additional asylum seekers seeking some form of housing per day, according to the city. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi is expected to arrive in Taiwan tonight, defying threats of Chinese retaliation and what will mark the highest level U.S. visit in some 25 years. 
Taiwan's military has bolstered combat readiness, bracing for a show of force from China. Pelosi's visit has triggered dire warnings from the Chinese leadership and sharply escalated tensions between Beijing and Washington, D.C. Here's Secretary of State Antony Blinken. This is very much um, precedent in the sense that uh, previous speakers visited Taiwan. Many members of Congress go to Taiwan, including this year. Uh, And so if the speaker does decide to visit and China tries to um, create some kind of uh, crisis or otherwise escalate tensions, that would be entirely uh, on Beijing. China views uh, Taiwan as part of its territory, though Taiwan sees itself as a sovereign country. The U.S. has long embraced a middle ground that seeks to support Taiwan without infuriating Beijing. President Joe Biden said the United States would come to Taiwan's defense militarily if China invades the self-governed island. China warned the United States of unspecified consequences and not to play with fire if visiting Taiwan. Well, the polio virus has been detected in wastewater in Rockland County a month before health officials actually announced a confirmed polio case on July 21st. New York State health officials Monday urged people to make sure they're vaccinated against polio. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention said the presence of the virus in wastewater indicates there may be more people infected. However, no new cases have been reported out of Rockland County. FDA Chief Scott Gottlieb last month blamed Ukraine for being the origin on CNBC. It's possible that people who migrated out of Ukraine into Poland and Hungary um, brought some cases into those countries and perhaps this individual contracted it there because you're just not seeing a lot of this around the world right now. It is not yet clear whether the virus is actively spreading in New York or elsewhere in the U.S. Less than a decade ago, the U.S. had some 20 million doses of a new smallpox, va- smallpox vaccine, although effective against monkeypox, sitting in freezers in a national stockpile. However, the U.S. let the stockpile expire. As of May, all but 2,000 doses had expired as the monkeypox virus surfaced. Ten weeks into the outbreak, high-risk people seeking vaccines are left waiting. White House COVID-19 response coordinator Dr. Ashisha Jha last month. We have procured more vaccines than any other country in the world. Probably more than every other country in the world combined. Approvals for a freeze-dried vaccine have been before the Food and Drug Administration for over a decade. Looking at your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center, mostly sunny skies today. Our highs 91, the heat index 96. Some isolated showers and thunderstorms are possible after 4 p.m. 20% chance of an isolated shower or thunderstorm till 9 o'clock. Mostly clear skies, the low 73. Sunny day tomorrow, the high up to 96. And right now... 71 degrees, partly cloudy skies here on the Big Apple. Well, U.S. Senator Lindsey Graham is challenging a subpoena to testify before a special grand jury that's investigating whether then-President Donald Trump and others broke any laws when they tried to overturn Joe Biden's win in Georgia. So Graham is now seeking to have the challenge to the subpoena heard in federal court in Atlanta rather than before the Fulton County Superior Court judge who's actually overseeing this special grand jury. Senator Graham has repeatedly praised former President Trump. The bottom line here is that Donald Trump took a broken military and he rebuilt it. He took a country that was dependent on foreign oil and made us energy independent. He took a a border that was broken and it made it most secure in the history of our country. He made Mexico afraid of us. 
The Republican from South Carolina received a subpoena that was issued on July 26 and orders him to appear before the special grand jury to testify on August 23rd. His lawyer said in a court filing, the senator is a Trump ally who Fulton County DA Fannie Willis wants to question as part of her investigation into what she alleges was a multi-state coordinated plan by the Trump campaign to influence the results of the November 2020 election in Georgia and elsewhere. A former President Donald Trump lashed out at Arizona House Speaker Rusty Bowers on Monday after the Republican state official told ABC News that he would never vote for the former president ever again. I'll never vote for him, but I won't have to. Yeah. Because I think America's tired and there's some absolutely forceful, qualified, morally defensible and upright people. And that's what I want. That's what I want in my party. And that's what I want to see. Bowers had been censored by the Arizona GOP after he testified in front of the Democratic-led House Select Committee investigating the January 6th riot on the U.S. Capitol in June. The state politician told lawmakers at the public hearing that the ex-president tried to pressure him to overturn Joe Biden's narrow victory in Arizona's 2020 presidential election. Trump took to his Truth Social app one day after he appeared on ABC's This Week to claim Bowers was incapable of managing elections or the southern border crisis. Well, voters in Kansas today will be the first in the nation to vote on whether abortion should remain constitutionally protected in the state following the U.S. Supreme Court's overturning of Roe v. Wade, leaving the abortion issue up to the states. The Value Them Both Amendment appears on today's primary ballot in Kansas as the state is seeing a surge in primary voting. A yes vote for the amendment would affirm there is no constitutional right to an abortion in Kansas and allow the Republican-controlled state legislature to pass new laws further restricting or even banning abortion access. A no vote against the amendment upholds the protected right to an abortion in the state of Kansas. State Representative Susan Humphrey spoke to NBC. We're focused on August 2nd. The goal is to vote yes and have that pass and have the people of Kansas speak loudly to say there's not a fundamental right to abortion in the Kansas Constitution. And then and then we'll see what happens. I honestly don't know. And again, I haven't talked to people about it. I don't really know what's next. In Kansas, the right to an abortion remains protected at least for now. And since the Supreme Court rolled back the nearly 50-year-old decision back in June, Lawmakers in more than a dozen predominantly Republican-controlled states have already moved to ban or further restrict abortion access. A death toll in Kentucky climbed to 37 from last week's massive flooding. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir, during a briefing early Monday, said hundreds of people were unaccounted for. He said a report over the weekend of a smaller number was only for one state police post. There are hundreds of unaccounted for people, minimum. And we just we just don't have a firm grasp on that. I wish we did. There are a lot of reasons why it's nearly impossible. But I want to make sure that we're not we're not given either false hope or faulty information. More than 12,000 customers remained without power as of Monday. Many homes and businesses are destroyed or unfit for occupancy. Kentucky shelters are housing hundreds of people in parts of eastern Kentucky received between eight and ten and a half inches of rain. In a 48-hour period last week, an additional four inches of rain fell Sunday. 
A federal judge Monday sentenced Guy Reffitt, who brought a gun to the U.S. Capitol during the January 6, 2021 riot and threatened House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, to more than seven years in prison. It's the longest sentence related to the Capitol riot to date. Reffitt, a recruiter for a right-wing militia known as the Three Precenters, was the first Capitol rioter to go to trial rather than take a plea agreement. His daughter spoke to reporters after his trial, saying former President Trump should also be sent to prison. To mark my dad as this horrible person and then having him prosecuted like this when somebody is maybe even able to get elected again um, doesn't seem right to me. Um, Trump deserves life in prison if my father's in prison for this long. Reffitt was convicted by a D.C. jury in March of five felonies, including transporting and carrying a firearm on Capitol grounds interfering with Capitol Police and obstructing an official proceeding. A dire warning Monday from the Secretary General of the U.N. Secretary General Antonio Guterres Monday warned that humanity is just one misunderstanding, one miscalculation away from nuclear annihilation. The U.N. chief cited the war in Ukraine, nuclear threats in Asia and the Middle East and many other factors. Guterres gave the dire warning at the opening of the long-delayed high-level meeting to review the landmark 50-year-old treaty aimed at preventing the spread of nuclear weapons and eventually achieving a nuclear-free world. The clouds that parted following the end of the Cold War are gathering once more. We have been extraordinarily lucky so far, but luck is not a strategy, nor is it a shield from geopolitical tensions boiling over into nuclear conflict. 77 WABC Time Check 515, Justin Ellicott, Sports. Thank you. I am Justin Ellick here with your early news sports update. New York baseball fans continue to get pampered with nonstop winning as both the Yankees and Mets kept rolling last night with respective W's. Let's start with the Yankees and their daily recap. They win big and Aaron Judge homers. That ball is high. It is far. It is gone. It's amazing. It's not that easy to hit home runs. That was a judging blast. The left center. That call courtesy of the great John Sterling. It is that easy for Aaron Judge. That makes 43 on the year for Judge, who was debatably outshined by catcher Jose Trevino, who registered his first first multi-homer game with blasts in the fourth and eighth innings. Anthony Rizzo joined the club as well with his 26th long ball of the year to open the scoring in the first. And the Yanks coast their way to a 7-2 series opening win over the Seattle Mariners in the Bronx. First pitch for game two set for tonight at 7.05 p.m. Eastern. Jamison Tyon going up against Seattle's Logan Gilbert. The Yanks also made a splash yesterday as they acquired right-handed starter Frankie Montas and reliever Lou Trevino from Oakland in exchange for a mix of major and minor league talent. New York has yet to deal away any notable names in their system, so don't be surprised if they make another move before today's 6 p.m. trade deadline. Regarding the Metropolitans, they stayed consistent with their theme as well as of late as they won big and Pete Alonzo homered. Alonzo's 27th on the year for those keeping track as Francisco Lindor would add a three-run shot to his ledger later on in the sixth inning to help the Mets pull away for good. 7-3 is your final from D.C. as Game 2 is slated for tonight at 7.05. Jacob deGrom set to make his highly anticipated return to the bump against Washington's Corey Abbott. Look for the orange and blue to get active later on today as well as the deadline approaches. Other notable moves around the MLB so far before today's 6 p.m. deadline as the Houston Astros bolstered their lineup, acquiring Trey Mancini from the Orioles and catcher Christian Vasquez from the Red Sox. Also of note, left-handed starting pitcher Jose Quintana is headed to St. Louis from Pittsburgh. For more sports content, follow 77 WABC Sports on Instagram and Twitter. Here with your early news sports update. 
update. I'm Justin Ellick on 77 WABC. Thanks, Justin. Looking at your forecast from the Ramsey Mazda Weather Center. Mostly sunny skies today. Our highs 91. The heat index 96. There's a 20% chance of isolated showers or thunderstorms after 4 p.m. Should end by about 9 o'clock. Mostly clear of night. The low 73. Sunny tomorrow. The highs 96. Right now, 71 partly cloudy skies here in the Big Apple. Lou Dobbs has your financial report. This is the 77 WABC Lou Dobbs Financial Report. I'm Lou Dobbs. A slow start to the month for Wall Street. Job openings expected to fall. Marathon headlines today's earnings reports. Those stories next. Little movement on Wall Street yesterday to begin August trading. All three major indexes down slightly. The Labor Department's job openings and turnover survey out today. Wall Street expecting a mild decline in openings. Investors are looking to the job market for guidance on what the the next Federal Reserve interest rate hike may be in September. Marathon Petroleum to report earnings today as energy stocks are taking a hit. West Texas Intermediate Crude Oil down 5% yesterday. Marathon stock down 1.5%. Amazon is partnering with several brick-and-mortar retailers to offer same-day delivery. This week's announcement includes apparel stores, Paxson, Diesel, and Superdry, and vitamin retailer GNC. The service rolls out in 10 U.S. cities to start. Please join me three times each weekday right here on this station. This is the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Keep listening for more to 77 WABC for the Lou Dobbs Financial Report. Checking futures, the Dow's down 144 points at 32,623. S&P down 26. The Nasdaq has dropped 100 points, 103 quarter points. Calls up $2.30 an ounce. And as for crude oil, well below $100 barrel at $93.44, down 45 cents this morning. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The WABC Early News. Deborah yeah, Valentine with your 77 WABC Early News. We have an interview coming up at 550 with John Paul Mac Isaac. He is that Delaware computer shop owner who took in Hunter Biden's laptop. So stay tuned for that coming up at 550. John Paul Mac Isaac. Well, despite New York City being the epicenter of the monkeypox outbreak in the United States, New York City's mayor, Eric Adams, Monday praised the city's response to the outbreak. The mayor Monday declared a state of emergency, allowing the suspension of some local laws and enacting new rules in order to protect the health of city residents and try and control the virus's spread. We are pivoting and shifting based on the crises that are coming to our city and country. And others look at what we're doing, and they commend what we're doing. So, no, we're not dropping the ball. We we have the ball, and we want the ball, and we have it in our hands. New York's Governor Hochul declared a state disaster emergency Friday night due to the outbreak, and the declaration could lead to a swifter public health response and better vaccine distribution. New York has recorded the most cases of the virus nationwide, 1,345 Followed by California with 799, according to tallies from the CDC as of Friday. An unprovoked box cutter attack in Times Square, all caught on surveillance. And now a $3,500 reward is being offered for information leading to this suspect. This video is up on our website, wabcradio.com. 
The NYPD released that video on Sunday showing this unidentified black male rush up from behind and attack a woman in the area of 7th Avenue and West 42nd Street. She was cut on her hand. The attacks have unsettled New Yorkers who spoke to NBC4. Especially when it's unprovoked, it's unsettling, but unfortunately, I feel like it's a part of life, like in a big city. Like, sometimes you'd want it to go away, but I feel like it's here to stay. Police are asking anybody who can identify this suspect to call 1-800-577-TIPS. All calls are confidential. The NYPD data shows a 17.3% increase in felony assaults citywide in June compared to the same month last year. And again, you can take a look at that video, The Suspect, up on our website, wabcradio.com. In the span of just three hours, seven people were shot. One person died Sunday night into Monday in a rash of gun violence in New York City. The NYPD investigating these shootings in Coney Island, Flatbush, East New York, Far Rockaway, and Long Island City. New York City Mayor Adams, a former NYPD captain, criticized policies such as catch, release, and repeat of previous administrations. He vowed to get the violence under control. The number of shootings that we are responding to every night is despicable. But everyone is looking at the attention that what we're doing to stop fair evasions where people are carrying guns to stop people who are discharging weapons on our streets with no regard for the innocent people of this borough and of this city. Crime in America's largest city already rising in June with NYPD data showing that overall crime rose more than 30 percent compared to 2021. The shootings come less than a week after seven other people, including a 12-year-old girl, were shot in just an hour in the city. The NYPD is searching now for a rape suspect who allegedly tried to rape a woman walking her dog in Bushwick, Brooklyn. Saturday morning, the 30-year-old woman was attacked from behind, placed in a chokehold and forced to the ground on Woodbine Street. The suspect ended up fleeing. The woman was taken to the hospital with neck and facial injuries, police say. Neighbors told CBS2 they're being extra vigilant. I have like an alarm and also a pepper spray now. And I have to pretend I'm on the phone all the time when I come home from work. The Brooklyn Special Victim Squad is investigating. Detectives said the suspect is about 30 years old, about 5 feet 8 inches tall, with a medium build, a mustache, chin hair, and, and dreadlocks. He was last seen wearing a black baseball hat with a rose design on the front. A new Manhattan lawsuit seeks to shut down those outdoor dining structures throughout New York City. This eight-page Supreme Court filing cites increased and excessive noise, traffic congestion, garbage, and uncontrolled rodent populations, as well as the blocking of sidewalks and roadways since these temporary outdoor restaurant program started in June of 2020. In addition, this lawsuit claims these outdoor dining Eateries uh, creates problems for things like traffic, means less parking, and a reduction in business for some. The 77 WABC Early News spoke with the head of the New York City Hospitality Alliance about the outdoor dining structures. Here's Andrew Riggy. There are some legitimate issues we need to make to modify the temporary emergency outdoor dining program to make it more standardized make it more sustainable for the future. Because let's remember, this was born out of a crisis like we had not seen before. And it was amazing, but now it needs to be updated for the future. The outdoor dining areas are widely different, and some even admit the stench of human and animal waste. Tanya Bonner, who is chair of the Task Force on Noise for Washington Heights and Inwood, told the Parkchester Times that 
Hundreds of local residents were concerned about the future of outdoor dining before blasting the city for its lack of enforcement. On New York, U.S. Senator Chuck Schumer, the Senate Majority Leader, says he will schedule a vote this week on a bill to help veterans suffering from illnesses caused by toxic burn pits. The PACT Act bill would expand health care and disability benefits to millions of veterans all across the country, including three and a half million here in New York. Many of the veterans became sick from exposure to burn pits during America's wars in Afghanistan and Iraq. Here's Schumer. They've gotten serious, serious conditions, cancers, lung diseases. They sacrificed everything. They risked life and limb. And the very least we can do as a country is ensure they receive top care. The bill was set to pass on Wednesday, but Senate Republicans changed their vote based on an added provision. Comedian and activist John Stewart, big supporter of the bill, called the vote change embarrassing. And President Joe Biden has said once this bill is passed, he will, in fact, sign this into law. Looking at your forecast from the Ramsey Monster Weather Center. Today's high is 91, the heat index 96, with mostly sunny skies. We have a 20% chance of an isolated shower or thunderstorm late afternoon into mid-evening. The overnight low is 73, with mostly clear skies. Sunshine tomorrow, the high forecast to be 96 on Wednesday. And right now, 72 partly cloudy skies here in the Big Apple. Well, are you looking for some new entertainment releases? 77 WABC's Jacqueline Carl might have some suggestions for you. It's not only about music. This week's entertainment releases include new music from Calvin Harris and a four-part docuseries, My Life as a Rolling Stone, which takes an individual approach to each iconic band member. We do nothing. We'll be bringing them out there for sure. Ron Howard tackles the riveting story of the 2018 rescue of a voice soccer team from inside a watery cave in the movie 13 Lives. For 77 WABC Early News, I'm Jacqueline Carl. And if you missed the top five at five and other news, be sure to check it out on our website, wabcradio.com. And also be sure to check out our merchandise for the 77 WABC Early News and other shows at wabcradiostore.com. That's wabcradiostore.com. You can get one of those uh, hats or hoodies or shirts or 77 WABC Early News mug. It's the WABC Early News on 77 WABC. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. 